Do you know that I've been getting ripped by taking fitness tips from King J the Trainer? King J, sing something to the folks. Hey, what's going on, people? King J at King J the Trainer. He's got loads of videos showing you how to target and isolate those muscles and tons of other information to help you achieve your fitness goals. Follow him now on Instagram at King J the Trainer. Are you looking to start or grow your business? Do you need distinctive branding material and marketing guidance? Are you looking for impressive promotional materials to grab your audience and ignite sales? DA Branded is here for that and more. Follow DA Branded today on Instagram and Facebook at Get DA Branded. This is the Nonstop Working Podcast. It's your boy, Mr. Hurry, live and in full effect. She got she her got toe, toe in here. How are you, young dirty? I'm all right. How you doing, sir? Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion, speaking of toes. Thank you for supporting. No, I never give up. I never give up, never surrender, you know? D-A-U-S, the Divine Artistic United Society. Listen on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Apple phone. It ain't worth the job if I can't say what I believe. 5,000 5, folks on Facebook. Y'all know how it is, family, right? When we bidding, right? I'm the guy that took on every single time. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your man, Mr. Hurd, live and in full effect, holding it down for anchor.fm forward slash 215, the nonstop working podcast, Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. D-A-U-S, the Divine Artistic United Society. Shout out to everybody who's been visiting our website, www.daus.me. Family, we've been killing it. Shout out to all of you who've been visiting us. I love you guys. As you all know, we're preparing for this event. All right. We're going to be over at um, Dialogue Paradise on 47th in Baltimore Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. On the 20th of November. Alright, we're going to have some artwork out there. My man Lotus Black is going to be there throwing down. Alright, Sir Sly Remarks is confirmed. He's going to be in the building. I myself, I'm going to be presenting some artwork. My man uh, Philly State Store, he's going to be in the building. And a few other guest artists are expected to appear. So we're waiting to see who's going to show up. Um, we've invited a, a few handfuls of artists. Alright. A few of them can have confirmed. Others are, you know, checking things out. They're busy. I'm excited about that. I talked to you guys about that in a past broadcast the other day. I was saying, man, look, everybody's um, getting it popping right now. In fact, I was in town today and uh, the brother Corey Cooper, he was out there getting it popping. Shout out to my brother Corey Cooper. He's over there in Mastermind Art Group. If you guys have been following, he's in that group doing his thing but he's also uh, heavy out here man he's moving he's non-stopping he's if you follow him on instagram let me see if i can get his instagram up if you go follow him on instagram he's keeping folks informed about everywhere that he's going to appear so i'm excited about that brother and what he's got going on hang tight i'm trying to pull up his instagram here for y'all real fast Uh, hang on a second yeah so he's the Corey you know he's the Cooper project excuse me he's the Cooper project 73 on Instagram all right Corey Cooper 
boom. So go go hit him up on Instagram. He's got a decent amount of followers. But yeah, he's got a couple things going on. Here he's got another show says says uh here November 5th he's going to be at first Friday. I believe this is he's got going on. But check that out. All right, so go over there on Instagram to see what the brother got going on. And um he he won't be appearing at this event on the 30th of November, he has somewhere else to be, but we look forward to collaborating with him in the future. Yeah, it's going down. As I said, my man, Sir Sly Remarks, he's going to be in the building. He just smashed another event. I mean, and he's doing his thing, staying consistent, continuing to jab the bag. Um, yeah. And I believe my man, Mula B is going to be out there at the event on the 30th, uh, doing his thing, networking, connecting with folks letting folks know about the brand and what he's got going on so definitely come out you know yeah show the love yeah yo listen there's no it's no cover there's no charge right dialogue is a cool restaurant they have a bar come on out grab a beer check out some of the artwork hear what some of these artists have to say about their work and what they're doing and show some love all right you know, give it your lady. Come out here and get you some grub. Get they get you a nice spread going. Get you a little little bottle of wine or something, and just chill out and, and kick it with the artist. You know, it's gonna be one of those kind of situations. All right, now the metaverse thing is what I really want to discuss in this podcast here. The metaverse. I don't know if you guys heard, but they've just announced that Facebook has moved, has changed its name from facebook to meta okay and they're talking about switching from a 2d platform to a 3d platform you know that's what they're talking about this is a big deal because first of all i want to say guys i've talked to you about this already i've already been talking about the Social ranking system. What it would, what it would, what it requires for uh, them to them, right? For them to create a ranking system that they would need a lot of data, that it would take a few years worth of data. And that they've been collecting this data already and that they have enough data to go ahead and create this kind of thing and implement these kind of programs, platforms and engines, if you will. And here we are. Facebook is saying that they're switching. And they already been switching, guys. They've already been adding different elements to the Facebook platform. I don't think it was catching on with people like they wanted it to. But they did add these things to make the platform more like a WeChat, which is what China and a few other places that have this kind of system going on utilize. See, a lot of us here, we, we don't know that. Like, we're we're here um, ordering stuff on Amazon and stuff like that and all that. And a lot of the people here who are from 
different places overseas they come over here and they're using different platforms and stuff on their phones they're using different apps and they're ordering things from or they're accessing things from other countries and stuff like that you know what i mean we're wondering how they're getting their technology and what they're doing it's like man they're buying stuff from different places with different currencies and whatnot but now they're talking about going into this 3d virtual phase of reality you know just to talk about it alone is difficult because most people don't understand dimensional discussion when you start talking about dimension and the possibilities of that and how that works man people are like what man you tripping Man, that's crazy talk. And so a lot of people won't be able to keep up with this. However, it's happening. And they've already been priming everyone for it. That's right. They've been getting everybody ready for it. Yes, with shows like Black Mirror and all that stuff. They've been getting us ready for it. Also with games like Fortnite, you know, the Grand Theft Autos, the newer versions and things, how everyone can go online into those virtual type spaces and act basically as an avatar and people can join up and meet. Well, they're going full throttle with that kind of situation. Full throttle with that. Which is kind of cool and scary. Kind of cool and scary at the same time. And what's also interesting to mention with this virtual thing is the digital currency because that ties right in. Because it'll be in this virtual world that the digital currency will be the central currency, the main currency, or the main currencies. So I'm looking for the right clip I want to play for you guys. Where they're kind of going in on that. Hang on, bear with a player. Very interesting situation. Let me see if we can get it. Where is it? All right. So check out what this guy's talking about right here. See if you can catch what this guy's talking about here, family. Okay. Hang on. Everybody needs to know how it works because your wealth, your the future of your children, everything now depends on that. If we go to a future where digital cash is the only form of cash that exists, 
And I think we're heading in that direction very, very fast. I think within 20 years, uh, people who grow up 20 years from now will never see cash unless they visit a museum. Cashless society. Cashless society. Cashless society. Cashless society. Cashless society. Cashless society. If we go to that future, digital cash, we're at a crossroads because we have to choose between two possibilities. One is digital cash that's run by corporations that act not only as intermediaries in all of our payments, but also act as deputized members of law enforcement for every government and or intelligence agency and or dictator who co-opts them to their means. That type of finance is, takes the, the worst of surveillance capitalism and the worst of surveillance states, merges them together in this fascist dystopia where every transaction you ever may tell something about your habits, your politics, your associations, your movement, your physical location. On the one hand, all of this data gets collected and shared among all of the intelligence agencies and corporations, or leaked. And on the other hand, if the people in power choose to, they can decide to debank you overnight. They turn off the switch. Now imagine what happens if your bank account is shut down and cash doesn't exist. Well, you can't eat. You can't buy food. Done. You can't use transportation. You can't rent an apartment. You, you, they can literally destroy your life in a second. And if you think this is crazy, this is happening today in China. They have a system called Sesame. It's, it's a, called a social credit score. And they use your social media postings to give everyone a score as to how well they toe the line of political correctness to the doctrine of the, lead, of the Communist Party. People who have a negative credit score on that system are denied access to public transportation. They're denied access to airlines, they're denied access to trains, they're denied access to jobs in the government, they're denied access to apartments to rent. They're doing that today. Now, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about over and over again when I'm saying, yo, they have this thing going already. It's already on and popping. You know, and they're saying like, hang on, I'm knock my headphones off. They're saying like, yo, if you don't play by the rules, if you break the laws, in some cases they have it fixed in with like, they're saying like the facial recognition kind of thing. So it's like, yo, this can get real crazy. And what bugs me out the most is that I'm trying to tell y'all people just going to go along with it. Even though it's crazy, people are just going to be like, well, I mean, I get it. I I mean, yeah, I get it. Sure. I mean, you just I mean, just do it. Why not? And what is going to create is this situation where people are more concerned about this virtual reality version of themselves 
than they are the real version of themselves. It's freaky stuff. You understand? But that's the thing that I'm talking about. That's the freaky thing I'm talking about, family. Now, I got a video here. This guy's going to talk about the metaverse situation a bit. For you newbies, check it out. See if you can get a hold of what he's talking about. All right. Hang on. All right, here it is. a massive buzzword. In this video, I'm going to explain everything you need to know about what it is. Interest in persistent shared virtual worlds has grown in recent years. A key player is Facebook, whose founder Mark Zuckerberg has said building a metaverse will be a realization of an idea he had and was interested in even before he started on social networking. At the same time, Microsoft have, has announced that it is working on building an enterprise metaverse. But what does it really mean? Metaverses as a concept have existed for some time now. Digital shared universes where we can take on whatever personality we want or work together on collaborative projects. They haven't always been depicted as good things. The term was first used in Neil Stevenson's cyberpunk novel Snow Crash, um, where it is a place where people went to escape the dreary totalitarian reality of the real world they live in. In the Matrix movies, it is somewhere machines put us after we've become their slaves so they can use us to generate electricity. Perhaps not the first ideas you would want Silicon Valley to take inspiration from when it comes to their own visions of the future. However, it's clearly a concept that we've been building towards since the emergence of the internet, social media, virtual reality and early attempts at creating shared digital environments he said we've we've been being primed for this like i've said so we've already been dealing with this stuff and live zuckerberg has described his conception of the metaverse as an internet you are inside of rather than just looking at which gives us some clues about how he's approaching it the reason we are having serious conversations about metaverses now is that several key technology trends have reached a level of maturity where they will be up for the task. One of these is certainly virtual reality. Facebook has invested heavily in VR since acquiring headset manufacturer Oculus in 2014. It has made no secret of the fact 
but it doesn't see the future of VR as being confined to the walled garden of gaming and education environments where it's most commonly found today. Instead, the eventual goal is fusing VR's ability to create virtual environments with the power of social media to create shared online spaces. This has been tried before. There are plenty of VR apps that allow socializing with friends, for example. But within a metaverse, the difference is that users won't necessarily be limited to, narrow, to a narrow range of functionality that the app has been created for, chatting or playing a game together, for example. Instead, players should be able to virtually do anything they might want to do. The key here is building simulated worlds that model as much of our environment and reality as possible. A bit like the world created in the science fiction adventure film Ready Player One. Man, she's gonna get crazy. A VR tennis court and picking up tennis records is already perfectly possible for two players to play a, a game of VR tennis as seen in a number of VR video games today. What if they don't want to play tennis though? They might decide that they could have more fun chasing each other around the court trying to bash each other's avatars with their records or digging up the tennis court and building a basketball, basketball court instead or just leaving the court and going to watch a concert or do some work in the virtual office. A key feature of the metaverse is that it should cater for emergent user behavior rather than being constrained or built for one specific purpose like VR tennis simulation or collaborative working environments like Slack or Teams. Metaverses don't need to be limited to one platform as long as there's shared continuous experience. Your metaverse life might take you from immersive VR environments to 3D environments rendered on a conventional flat screen to Man. 2D uh, applications on your mobile phone, depending on what you want to do. The important factor is that there's a continuity between activities and environments in terms of the user experience and avatar you control. Everyone seems to agree that avatars will be a core part of the metaverse experience. <laughs> to fit with Zuckerberg's vision of being in the environment. Hey, yo. Yo, look. Oh, I gotta stop, man. Oh, listen. Yo. This is like... It's like dope and scary as hell at the same time. Oh, I swear they're, I swear they're talking about the destruction of human interaction. Like, yo, imagine it. You meet a girl now and it's like, yo... Let's link up. Let's go out. And she's like, um, well, I don't really have time to go out. I mean, if you want to do something virtual, we can we can link up virtually. You know, we can we can link up virtually any at, at any time. Like you dig it because she can sit at home. And log into the virtual John, and then y'all meet up at a virtual park and talk virtual shit. And then if she like you, y'all. 
<laughs> Yo. And then if she like you virtually, she can decide if she wanna <laughs> if she wanna get with you in person. Yo, this is about to take this is about to take um hooking up to another level. This is going this is this is about to take being in the DMs to another level. Like when 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 motherfucker in your DMs, they about to be legit in your DMs like Yo, what's up? You you what's up? You coming you coming in here? What's up? It's kind of dope in a way, yo. You get the all right, yo, I'm gonna meet up with this chick, yo. We 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 met real fast at the little bar, the virtual bar, yeah. You know I mean, we had a little conversation there. Yeah, man. Okay, that's 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 some cute shit for a few minutes. I think. Yo, but what happens when you got that shorty that just always want to virtually meet up? Some of y'all already do that with FaceTime. Some of y'all walking around always on FaceTime. Your phone never charged because you always on FaceTime with one person because that one person need to be watching you do everything you do. You can't meet nobody around you because you FaceTiming. The person that's on FaceTime with you can't get shit done because they FaceTime. They could be out doing something too. But y'all like, no, let's extend our hangout via video phone. So what if your device going to die? Ladies, what's gonna happen when you got that 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 dude that that wanna meet and hang up on the virtual block all the time? Hmm. What's gonna happen when when you when you? <sighs> Lord. What's going What's going to happen when they when when they when they want you hanging out on a, on a virtual basketball court? You going to be there? Yo, I was we was all at the court last night. Why you ain't pull up virtually? Oh no, no, you you fucking with some nigga in real time. I already know. Okay, okay, you fucking with real time niggas now? It's going to get crazy. She gonna be, what you going to do? What we going to do when they got virtual pull-ups, y'all? When niggas is pulling up on niggas virtually. <laughs> y'all think it's a game now, ladies? 
to your sugar daddy don't want to get your virtual car fixed. You know, think it's a game. It has to be some form of digital avatar of you for others to interact with. On Facebook and other social media platforms, your profile picture acts as your avatar. In a metaverse, it might be a 3D representation of you. In a gaming or fantasy metaverse environment, it might be anything you can imagine. But an important principle is that this avatar, or some element of it, will be able to move across and between different areas of the metaverse and be recognizable as you, no matter what you're doing or what platform you're using. It isn't just improvements to technology that mean the idea of the metaverse is moving closer to reality. Since the start of the pandemic, many people have increasingly found themselves living their lives online. We've become increasingly used to working, shopping and socializing digitally. So the idea of bringing all of these activities together in one seamless digital environment is not as much of a leap as you as would have seemed just a few years ago. But these changes bring societal challenges too. The shift to online living has undeniably enabled a lot of activity that can be damaging or unhealthy from identity theft and fraud to trolling and abuse. There's also a danger that real life inequalities such as the wealth divide will be replicated inside the metaverse. Immersive 3D environments require a lot of computing power to generate, meaning that those with less budget to spend on headsets and computer equipment might have a worse experience. Mm. This could end up having a negative impact on society if now they saying some of the people with more money might have a better virtual experience oh god than people with less money and mm. now, now now how mm. ain't that something so it's going to be a bootleg version of the virtual world. They're gonna be they're gonna be pushing bootleg versions like you know the top notch joint gonna be like a rack. But if you want the crack version, if you want the Roku stick version, the fire stick version. They can get you that joint for like $30. <laughs> but your virtual experience might not be so clear. Your, your virtual experience might be fuzzy. You might not be able to access all the realms. Your, av your avatar might be a little lopsided. I think this is dope, but like I said, I, th I think it's scary too. Can you imagine all of the people walking around doing a virtual thing? Some of y'all already got these avatars. That's right. 
That's right. Some of y'all already got these avatars on Facebook. How many of y'all already playing Fortnite? In these in these in these online joints where you can connect with like millions of people. How many of y'all already doing that? How many of y'all already have like game dates where it's like, yo, at 9.30 we linking up? Don't front, admit it. You guys, some of you guys are going to be the first ones to, to, to rock and roll with this thing. People are going to stop going out Friday nights. They're going to be linking up on virtual bars. Like, I guess, I guess you're going to go to like, you're going to go to like the virtual bar, right? With your friend, like the virtual McDonald's, the virtual... Whatever, right? You're going to order your food virtually. You're going to pay. One of you or all of you are going to pay in digital currency. The restaurant is going to order your food, right? Right? You dig it? You're going to order the food at the, at the restaurant. It's going to take your order. It's going to prepare the food. The restaurant is going to deliver the food. And your food is going to come to you. And your friend's food is going to come to them. And then y'all all going to be able to eat the food. Like that. Hey, I got my food. You got yours? Yeah, we got our food. Hey, like that. Sounds dope. But again, like I said, the human interaction. Oh, it's gonna, this is going to kill it. You're going to meet at a virtual basketball court. You're going to play virtual basketball with your friends. Five on five. You're going to go to virtual gyms and do virtual workouts. My question is, what's going on in reality? While everybody's hooked up to this virtual thing, what's going on in the real world? Like, what's happening in the streets if everybody's in virtual situations? Who's mowing the lawns? You dig it? Who's who's picking up the trash? If the kids are in a virtual world and the parents are in a virtual world, Who's watching the kids? This is the part that scares me, man. If everyone's in a virtual space, what's going on in the real world? Abstract thinkers. We talk. It's a bunch of abstract thinkers that listen to the nonstop working podcast. We don't have too many of the naysayers. We have people who are abstract thinkers here. People who come to think about different ideas. 
things that are different from their own. Abstract thinkers. What's going on in the real world if everybody's tapped in into a 3D virtual one? Imagine when we have this virtual world where like 80% of everybody is using this thing. Everybody, 80% of folks are in this virtual thing. And then a lockdown occurs. So everybody has to stay inside. Don't go outside because there's an airborne virus thing. To interact with your people and connect with your family, just resort to the three-dimensional virtual reality apparatus to help cut down on potential spreading of any outbreaks. People say, okay, cool. If you have to if you have to order food or anything like that, get food, just order from online, go to work in the virtual world, do everything in the virtual thing. People say, okay. Yo, you know, five or ten years could roll by easily and people would just be like, okay. Not even realize that ten years done went past and they've just been virtually living. Barely going outside. Barely seeing family. They they wouldn't even notice. I'm saying that that's how easy this thing is. It's already been happening, right? You see with Pokemon Go. People are already fixed into virtual reality. We're already on our phones 24-7. When you meet guys and girls, they're saying things like, hey, just hit me on Instagram. Nobody links up. They're just like, yo, man, just like talk to me on Instagram. You know? It can be very easy to just lock everybody into this. Virtual world. And my concern is, uh, again, what's going on in the real world if everybody's in the virtual one? You know, I hope you guys can see it. But it's coming. I'm going to be doing my best to take advantage of this thing, but it's also to get out the way. Because it sounds good, but I can't I can't overlook the opportunity to I can't overlook the opportunity that exists for some real kind of like insidious behavior. Some real control the masses type of stuff. Because knowing the potentials of the metaverse, knowing the potentials, like knowing how people can easily be addicted to things. 
Did you see these people using virtual reality, falling into TVs, almost killing themselves because this stuff is that realistic? See what I mean? If people are that easily deceived, why would anybody really want to roll out something like a metaverse? Let me know what you guys think about this, the metaverse. Look into it some more. Wrap your mind around it, but it's here. And a lot of people aren't going to be able to keep up with this thing. A lot of people aren't going to be able to wrap their minds around it. They're going to lose themselves. A lot of people are going to get left behind, but a lot of people are going to lose themselves in this thing. You know, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. Folks out here giving out free drugs. There's a group out here just giving out free drugs, talking about um, they're making sure that people get clean heroin so they're not dying in the street. And I'm like, no, they're not dying just because of the fentanyl and, and the dirty drugs. They're dying from using large amounts of drugs, period. And so this guy and this group is out here trying to push for allowing the sale of heroin and different narcotics like that, which is insane. The sad part is he might they might mess around and get that kind of situation going for themselves where they can actually distribute drugs freely and openly. You know, like they're doing with the medicinal cannabis. They can be allowed to sell medicinal heroin. Saying all this to say that this is where this world is going to. Can you imagine that where you got a virtual world where everyone's Playing volleyball on beaches and stuff with friends. And then a real world where everyone's buying legal heroin. So a real world of druggies. And then virtual worlds where people are just avatars. Where they're false people. Where they're not even real people. Um... I'm hoping you guys see the scary, like, realness of this. Because we, we, we have that now. See, I'm saying that people ignore drug addicts and homeless folks and all this kind of stuff now. So it's nothing for them to be locked into a virtual sensation. We'll see how it goes, man. Let me know what you guys think about this. It's anchor.fm forward slash 215, the nonstop working podcast. We're talking about the metaverse. Hopefully we get some folks to go on to Anchor, all right? Download the Anchor app and record a response. That'll be dope. Drop a response. We'll plug that into the podcast. The next segment, I hope to hear from you guys. Get at me on Facebook. 
and Instagram. Also visit the website www.daus.me. All right. You can make this moment and every moment timeless by purchasing your merchandise and apparel at TimelessMasterpiece.com. TimelessMasterpiece.com is a one-stop shop for all of your merchandise and goods created by Timeless Masterpiece. We're talking hats, t-shirts, wallets, hoodies, jackets, and more. Visit today at TimelessMasterpiece.com. There's a new album out by recording artist D-Money. It's called It's My Time. It's available on all digital platforms. Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, Google Play, and more. Y'all know how the saying goes. His name is his name. Mula Bita Gang.